I'm shook! Hello, everybody, and welcome back to everyone's favorite Hollywood podcast. <laughs> it's Holly Shook! I'm Ryan, and I am joined, as always, by the amazing... Armin. <laughs> I tried to think of a couple more adjectives and I really just was like, you know what? It's amazing. That's all you are to me. That's all you have in you at 11:18 p.m. after you've faced at least one white claw tall can. I haven't finished the white claw tall can yet, but I did face a out of the blue summertime storm. Which is why it's so late, because I tried to get home, and I could not, because a storm came out of nowhere. But I survived. Um, I'm here. I'm ready to go. We are recording video for the first time. We've never done this on Holly Shuck. People probably don't know what we look like, and maybe that's for the better. We'll see. We lose half of our listenership after this. I would pro- look. I think part of the magic of a podcast is you don't know who's talking to you. And like when I first started getting into podcasts like years ago, I loved having my own image of who was speaking, you know, like based on their voice and their inflection and their sense of humor and their stories. Like I created my own image in my head of who these people were. And every time I Googled what these people looked like, I was so disappointed. I was like, they don't look like how I think they're supposed to look. It's like when you hear an author on a podcast as well. Because that's happened to me. When I first started listening to Bill Simmons, this was like 14 years ago. I was like, that's how he sounds like? Because you're so used to just... Reading. reading his columns right <laughs> and it's, it's like sort of the equivalent yeah and i'm like i'm not mad about it like i like to you know recognize people who i listen to and stuff but it is a weird concept because i'm like the you know basis of a podcast is it's all audio all speaking and so you don't think about the the visual side of it and then when you find out what the visuals are, it can change your perspective. So what I'm saying is this could either be a great move on our part or it could be like totally awful. Like I look disgusting right now. I was stuck you in a You just storm. braved a flash flood though to get here. So yeah, I'm like literally like freaking Noah's Ark trying to get home. You're in like a blazer. Like you clearly <laughs> like prepared for this. I like scrambled home and like changed into my like bedtime shirt and then was like oh right we're video recording like people are going to be completely turned off by this but i feel like the alaska tea married with the bandana is actually kind of a cool look and i have a feeling that the people who watch us on youtube which may be like nine people at most at most and that includes friends and family right (laughs) They're not the same people who are listening to the podcast. Everyone who is listening to the podcast, the few thousand listeners we have episode to episode, I don't think they are going to YouTube to find 
the video of this podcast because no. they're going to have listened to it. Do they want to go back, listen to it again, but also watch us perform it? I no. don't think so. I think it's two different audiences. Also, we're just trying it. And knowing us and our like technological misgivings, this may never see the light of day. Right. Like for all I know, no one like we're gonna be speaking about visuals and people are gonna be like, I haven't seen any visuals. And we'll be like, Well, it's just because it's not supposed to happen. One last qualm with the visuals, where I record is like my background is <laughs> just doors. Like I have my AC door, my front door, and my washer dryer door. Like no decorations on the walls. Literally every other inch of my apartment is covered in cute ass pictures and decorations. But the angle of which I sit to record the podcast is the ugliest background in my apartment. And so for that, I am very annoyed as well. That's your fault. Find your angle, right? You have to find a better one. I would rather be in my comfort spot of what I'm used to when I record this than try to make it aesthetically pleasing. I just want everyone to know that I do have really cute decorations on my wall and my apartment is very cute, even though this angle suggests otherwise. Thank you. I tried to prepare (laughs) for my background being seen, except... You basically can't see anything because the two works of art that I put behind me are hidden behind me. But I I did try it. Look at that. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's awful. You have, like, two leaves in the corner and, like, an air conditioning unit. It's just are Those are fake leaves, by the way. That's a fake plant. And then you have two brilliant, by the way, brilliant works of art by the great Camille Pereira. That's I knew those were Camille Pereira originals, I could tell. You have seen them before. I think the last time you saw them was four years ago, but you have seen them before. I have seen them before. Point being, look, (laughs) we have have a face for the radio, babe. Okay, we're not supposed to be seen. But But if you want to see us, go on YouTube, search Holly Shook. It may show up or may not. Who the hell knows? We have a channel. Like, I don't know. We're just kind of going with it. We but don't. As, as of this exact moment, right? we do not have a channel. But if people want to see your beautiful face, you are public on the gram at Rye Alk. Mm-hmm. Slide into his DMs. Let him know how handsome he is. Let him know how great that bandana looks. Thank you. I do be rocking a bandana. Um, <laughs> this was a total nightmare of an intro, but look. We're going to get to the meat of it, which is why we're all here. We're not here to talk about how ugly my apartment is at this angle. We're here to talk about hot celebrities who are fucking each other. And luckily this week, we have plenty. First and foremost, and actually- Every week we have plenty, by the way. I need to interject. I think we talked about this like three episodes ago. 50% of the content we put out is about how celebrities are hooking up with each other. Right. Well, I was going to say, I'm like, usually we have like a little bit of variety this week. It seems to be mostly who is hot and who is fucking someone else who is hot. All three stories. I'm actually very okay with that. Um, Our first little couple that we will, um, I guess, give, uh, give our opinions on how do we feel about this. I saw this picture actually earlier today 
And I was instantly intrigued. And it was one of those pictures where I was like, is this a like paparazzi shot or is this like an on set photo? Like they're filming a movie and this is just like kind of someone like taking a behind the scenes. Still unclear. I think it's paparazzi, but it was Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz, two of the hottest people potentially on this planet. Um, Channing is like fully dressed as like a fuck boy skater boy in his like bald head with like cut off rock band like shirt and then Zoe's like laughing looking snatched for the gods like midriff showing body on point face hair everything on point definitely hotter than Channing like Channing has seen better days we'll just say that but he will always be hot doesn't matter um are you saying he's not looking good is that what you're trying to no, imply no, he's looking amazing as always i'm just saying zoe kravitz it's kind of incomparable like who looks better than zoe kravitz pretty much ever but and by better days he's had some pretty great days so it's no shade to him even because it's only relative to his better days right yeah like one would argue his jump street jump what is it jump street 21 yeah 21 jump street his 21 jump street i, I is, rode with you on the jump street 21 like, though. Jump street 21 no 21 jump street days were his hottest like absolutely gorgeous like i thought magic mike famously have never seen magic mike neither have i okay i was gonna be worried if you had seen it and i hadn't how have i not seen that i was yeah. definitely in the closet when that came out i'm pretty sure so i was like no why would i want to see that and everyone was like, because you're gay. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And then I like was gay and just like wasted the opportunity to see Hot Men Dance. But I you guess- owe it to yourself. I think it's on Netflix. You owe it to yourself. Watch it later tonight by yourself. You'll really enjoy it. I'm like, can we speed this up so I can get to that? <laughs> um, point being, so they were spotted like a handful of times in New York. Um, he's always on a bike. She's always walking, which... We'll unpack that later because I'm like, it feels very like 1970s, like high school couple where they're like, I'm just biking home from school and you're just walking home from school and I'll just like kind of bike in circles around you in like a flirtatious way, which is really hot to me, but like maybe give her the bike. Like, I don't know. But um, and she has a stack of books and she's like holding it up against her chest. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Sandra D. Right. Do you get Sandra Very D? Sandy and Danny. It's giving Sandy and Danny. Um, the plot twist of it all is essentially that she is directing. It's her directorial debut and he's the star and they are filming that right now. So people are wondering like, Oh, is this just a, like coworker, colleague, like bonding experience where they're just getting to know each other outside of filming or are there sparks, you know, being ignited through the process of director, actor relationships being formed. Which famously happens all the time. Onset relationships are as common as it gets in Hollywood. I mean, we did famously cover the Kristen Stewart cheating scandal with the director of Twilight. So it is possible. Um, 
I it's per- worth noting she wrote the role for Channing Tatum, the starring right. role. Why did she have him in mind? I mean, why do any of us have Channing Tatum in mind at all times? He is the same guy. reason. Yeah. The same reason, exactly. And arguably a good actor. It's up for debate, like how good of an actor he is. Does he do well in his roles? Yes. Are his roles that challenging? Who's to say? Um, but I would write a role for Channing Tatum. I'll just say it. I'll just say it now. Would you have ulterior motives, though? Absolutely. I pretty much have ulterior motives for everything I do involving hot men, which is nothing because hot men do not interact with me ever in my entire life. But I think it's going to be one of those things that is not going to come to fruition. I don't think they're going to be like the hot new couple. I think it's just a... I think it's a working relationship that maybe they're just like enjoying each other's company. And then once the movie's over, they'll go back to their lives of being successful hot people. (laughs) Poor them. (laughs) Which sucks for them. Can I give you a prediction? Sure. They will go official as a couple while they're doing press for the new movie. Oh, vomit. (laughs) Yeah, but am I wrong? You're not wrong, and I hate that. <laughs> Imagine the press just, that generates. But it's been done, you know? It's been done. Because it works. That's why it's been done, because it works so well. It will <sighs> bring people to the theaters. I just feel like Zoe Kravitz is cooler than that. I feel like she needs to, like... I feel like she's directorial debut. I feel like she will want to gain publicity for that in a more organic way that focuses on her art and less on like tabloid and you know rumor mill press fair let's see i guess we'll see bitch when does this movie come out no idea (laughs) i went on imdb and they have nothing on this movie it just says this film is still in development it doesn't even list channing tatum on the IMDb page. Wow. That's how early in development it is. So I'm guessing 2023, but maybe they, you know, go fast in production. It's also called Pussy Island. So we'll just see what happens with that in general. I think it, it fits this whole story really well. The title of the film. I will be watching. Um, I don't know who else is in this movie, but it sounds like it'll be good. I mean, I don't know. I love Channing Tatum. I'll go see it. I love Zoe Kravitz. I'll go see it. Do I think they'll last? No. You do? Only time will tell. Can I point out that when we did our predictions um, for 2021 celebrity scandal and happenings, mm. for highest profile celebrity hookup, I predicted Miley Cyrus and Henry Cavill. We're still waiting on that. <laughs> We have a few months. We have another quarter of the year mm-hmm. to go. Mm-hmm. You predicted, I want to throw this out there, Adele and a very extremely attractive, hot, gorgeous, famous actor. Was I wrong? <laughs> yeah, you were wrong. Oh, has that not happened? <laughs> no, that has not happened. In fact, I think she is dating Rich Paul, who is a NBA player agent. 
Oh, so the opposite. Right. Oh. <laughs> well, there's still I just time. wanted to throw that out there. Imagine if one of us said, though, Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. It's just, I never saw this coming. It's To me, it's Mad Libs. Like, this is Mad Libs. Like, directorial debut of Zoe Kravitz found flirting with Channing Tatum on a bike. Like, none of that makes sense. No one can predict that. I, I still stand by my Adele will date a very hot, extremely gorgeous, famous actor at one point in her life. Will it be this year? I don't know. But I feel like Adele gives the vibes of date hot actor. I think she went from an unknown to now a famous sports agent. She has to take the baby steps, right? She can't jump from an unknown person to a, as you put it, very extremely attractive, hot, gorgeous, famous actor. maybe that's our next step and for that i will be waiting speaking of next steps Mm -hmm. some people thought jennifer aniston and david schwimmer were taking next steps in their relationship did you hear about this i did i did rumors started swirling in early august that jennifer aniston and david schwimmer were hooking up of course if you don't know ross and rachel from Friends. I don't know how you can't know at this point. I feel like everybody has seen Friends. Yeah. Except for you, right? Yeah. Like, I saw the first four seasons and then I got bored. That's all you need to watch. Those are the yeah. best seasons. I it got goes the really downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. Chandler got ugly and I was like, it's over for me. <laughs> Sorry, Matthew Perry. Your uh, attractiveness in the dictated Ryan's outlook on the entire show. Early Chandler was hot, okay? Early Chandler was my dream man, and then I know he got, like, addicted to, like, drugs and stuff, so that's really sad, but, yeah, I was, like, over that, and I couldn't finish, but I I would assume most people know who Ross and Rachel are. Oh, yeah. How can you not? Because every show has sort of mimicked that same dynamic, right? The Ross Mm -hmm. and Rachel dynamic. Scrubs had a similar one. Mm-hmm. You know, Elliot and JD, even though Ross and Rachel was a little bit of Sam and Diane from Cheers. Yeah, you keep talking about shows. I famously hate sitcoms, so none of these are relating to me. But <laughs> <laughs> OK, back to Jennifer Aniston, David Schwimmer. A source told Closer Magazine, quote, after the reunion, it became clear that reminiscing over the past had stirred up feelings for both of them and that chemistry they'd always had to Barry was still there. They began texting immediately after filming. And just last month, David flew from his home in New York to see Jen in LA and quote, but the rumors aren't true. A rep for Jennifer Aniston said that the claims were false and a rep for David Schwimmer said that there is quote, no truth end quote to the rumors, but the rumors likely sparked because of their comments at the friends reunion special did you watch that of course i did not but i did hear about this moment i didn't either actually uh david schwimmer said quote at some point we were crushing hard on each other but it was like two ships passing because one of us was always in a relationship and we never crossed that boundary we respected that end quote jennifer aniston said honestly I remember saying one time to David, it's going to be such a bummer if the first time you and I actually kiss is going to be on national television. Sure enough, first time we kissed was in that 
coffee shop. End quote. So, Rye, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I went on one of my uh, favorite sports gambling websites. Of course, you did. And as you know, our listeners and now watchers may not know this, but you know this. These sports gambling websites sometimes have special prop bets, or what they're called, on things like politics, elections, uh, the Emmys, the Oscars, and also celebrity relationships. Right. Guess what I found this morning? A current events special props bet on David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston. So I'm going to throw these prop bets at you. Okay. And I want your reaction. Do you need a refresher on how it all works? I mean, yeah, but like, I think I got to And like, if you've explained it to me 14,000 times and I don't think anyone else needs a refresher but me. So let's just go for it. I think I remembered the, the gist of it. So the gist is, I'll give you an example. If a bet is plus 500, then that means if you bet $100, you will win $500. Right. If a bet is listed as minus 500, then you have to bet $500 just to win back $100. Okay, got it. That's the plus minus system right there. Got it. Very simply. Put very simply. Yeah. Okay. So there's two bets I want to talk about. The first one... And both of these bets, by the way, we need to wager on before September 30th of this year. That's the cutoff date if we want to wager on them. Okay. Okay. So the first one is that David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston announced that they're dating by the end of 2021. Yes is plus 350. No is minus 600. What is your reaction to that? What do you like there? Or would you not just, would you not place a bet? I would not place a bet because I agree that I don't think that they are going to get together, let alone announce it by the end of 2021. Um, Here's my reasoning. I don't believe that either of them need that attention to stay relevant slash have like publicity and is that a subtle dig at ben affleck and j-lo you said it not me (laughs) but i'm just saying like to me like okay ross and rachel finally getting together in real life is like such a publicity moment that everyone would freak out about because we know that everyone's entire personalities is that they like the show friends. And so uh, it would be too much. It would be would way too much. much for no reason. Like, I don't know what Jennifer Anderson and like David Schwimmer are doing with their lives, but they're like, you know, successful enough. And like, people care about them enough. Like even just like this little rumor and like little tidbit sparked enough conversation to fulfill like their relevancy slash like their reminder that people like them. And I just don't feel like they need to take it to the next level to like have people still care about them and like their projects, if they're even doing any projects, but 
Um, yeah, it would just be too much. I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen. So I wouldn't place a bet because I'm not trying to put $600 down and win $100. Bitch, if I need $100, I'll go earn it another way. That rumor generated so much publicity and it was so obviously untrue from get-go. Like, I believe that they had crushes on each other in the first seasons of working together, for sure. Yeah, they said it. Right, yeah. they said it. Like, I believe that. I think that that's cute. I think that that's so fun for people to hear out loud, especially those of people who are fans of the show. But, like, it's not anything more than that. And so I just don't need there to be a whole speculation about it. It was 27 years ago that wow. they started Friends and had a crush on each other, right? They've moved on. They aren't Ben Affleck and J-Lo. Right. And the difference is Ben Affleck and J-Lo were engaged. The level right, of intensity right. is yes. much different there. David Schwimmer yeah. and Jennifer Aniston as people never got together. And as Jennifer Aniston said on the Howard Stern show, quote, we were in relationships and it was always never the right time and it wouldn't have worked. The beauty of that was that whatever feelings we had, we just literally channeled everything into Ross and Rachel. And I think that's maybe why it resonated the way it did. End quote. They put all of those feelings and emotions into their work, into Ross and Rachel. I don't think they could ever rekindle that in real life. It would be too crazy. That's why when I saw that rumor pop up, which was early August and yeah. We're recording this on August 24th. I immediately thought it was bullshit. And yet it still generated so much media. Tons of Instagram posts, you know, tons of stuff on Twitter, you know, bunch of articles everywhere. And everyone knew it was bullshit, but people wanted to live in the fantasy for a moment. Speaking of fantasy, this next bet is even crazier. And it's that Jennifer Aniston and David Schwimmer will get engaged by the end of 2022. That would be plus 500 on the yes. So if you bet $100, it would return $500. Not worth it. That needs to be plus, you know, 1,000 for me to even think about it. It's just not happening. Right. Um, A more fun bet would be potentially parlaying them. Do you want me to teach you that or is that too crazy? It's like the thing where you have to have both or something, right? You need both legs to hit. So if you wanted to bet both, yes. So yes, that they announced the dating by the end of 2021. And yes, they announced the engagement by the end of 2022. Your odds dial up to plus 2,600. Now, now I'm thinking about it. I just don't think it's going to happen. So it's it would not. be throwing a hundred dollars away. Yeah. And like, for what, you know, I just, it's so out there and it's so unnecessary that there's literally no point in anyone holding on to that hope. And here's the other thing, just PSA for people who still are that obsessed with friends, like let's move on. Um, there's plenty of other shows that you can become obsessed with. Give them three right now. Happy Endings is the only sitcom that matters, and it is friends, but actually funny <laughs> and good. Um, 
I don't know. Every other show sucks. Happy Endings is the only good show. I but... gave you a segue opportunity right there. You didn't take oh, it. Oh, well, I was thinking sitcoms. Okay, other shows that matter that are actually art and, like, change the culture of our entire society. And I binge-watched all three seasons in, like, two seconds. <laughs> Selling Sunset! <laughs> More dating rumors, of course. We are going to speak about more dating rumors. This one revolves around two of the stars of Selling Sunset, the hit Netflix reality show that I put off for so long and was told multiple times, you need to watch this, you need to watch this, you need to watch this. I said, no, 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 I do not. But the reason I said that is because I actually did watch the first episode ever like not right when it came out, but like you know, a, few mo- a month or so after it came out. And I remember being like, this is literally the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And then everyone was like raving about season two and three. And I was like, no, you're all idiot, dumb, stupids because it's the worst show ever. And then I was like, actually, I guess I'll give it a second shot. I think I watched all three seasons in like five days. I definitely watched all of season two in one night. That's for damn sure. It's so good. If you do not watch Selling Sunset, get it to get there. In being so bad, it becomes so brilliant. It's brilliant. And this next piece of news. I hate this news. But you have to love it as well. You know what I mean? I don't love it. I don't love a single second of that. I'm annoyed. But, But as an extension of the show. No. It's brilliant. No. As a second screening thing, it's brilliant. And leading into the next season, it's going to give us so much juicy content. How could you deny that, Rye? This, talking about coming out of nowhere, you said the Aniston Schwimmer thing came out of nowhere. Well, there's a Ross and Rachel pretext to it. Chrishell and Jason Oppenheim being together. I think we buried the lead. I don't even think we've said their names yet. We haven't. That was insane. Everybody gasped. I sent this to Camille. I heard her gasp from like 100 yards away. Okay. I, I heard you gasp. You're in Illinois. I'm in California. All right. Don't remind people I live in Illinois because first off, <laughs> I forgot that I live here. <laughs> Secondly... What did you guess that actual news that was coming out or the weird ass freaking Instagram that they posted? Both. I mean, the Instagram is impossible to decouple from the news, right? The post is what gave us the news. So For bizarre. Me, I, didn't even, I didn't even know about them like commenting on the post. For me, it was the post. So cringe. Absolutely feel uncomfortable seeing it on my feed. Of course I follow the entire cast, except the Oppenheim brothers, because they freak me out. Adult twins are weird. Abolish adult twins. And it's I'm allowed to say that because my younger sisters are twins, and we oftentimes talk about how once they are full-grown adult humans with families, they're not allowed to be twins anymore because that is weird. And so two short... The Oppenheimer... The Opp- I call them Oppenheimer. The Oppenheim brothers... Don't have families. And thank God, because it's already weird enough that they literally look exactly the same. They are short and bald, and they work 
at the same desk. They literally have desks next to each other in their office and they only hire hot women. It's so weird to me. They make me so uncomfortable. I don't want them around me any longer as a close personal friend of theirs. And I do not need Chriselle getting involved with one of them romantically. I love Chriselle. I stand Chriselle. Chriselle deserves the world. And Jason Oppenheim is not the world, even though his fucking head looks like a fucking globe. I do not agree with this. I will not stand for it. And I will obviously binge watch the entire fourth season the first night it comes out because I am dying to know what happens. (laughs) I need to know how this happened. My love for this does not equate an endorsement. It's just going to be great for TV. Just like Chriselle's divorce was great for TV. And now her getting with Jason Oppenheim, which, by the way, I don't know which Oppenheim he is. I have no I, idea. Is he the one who dated Mary? Because, bitch, I still don't know which one dated Mary. Okay, that would be sus, though, right? Because. That would be sus. I mean, it's already sus. Like, they obviously still love each other. And Romaine is just kind of there being like, blah, 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 I'm Romaine. And Romaine is famously the hottest dumb person I've ever seen on television. And I am obsessed with him. But if he is the same Although one. Although I have to say, Rai, can I throw this in there? Romaine starts off and he seems totally one-dimensional. Hot and dumb. Oh, hot and dumb. But does he prove us wrong? He proves us wrong in the I sense that Romaine. he's not just hot and dumb. He's he also unhinged. Has- he then has this rage issue mm-hmm. directed solely at Davina. Davina, who, if, while we're while we're on the topic, Davina is the backbone of this television show, and all of y'all are not ready to have that conversation because without Davina, the show would be nothing. Her sociopathy drives the show. You're absolutely right. In that way, she is the backbone. I still would say the OG of Mary and. What's her name? Christina? I Christine. feel like... Okay, for sure. Christine. Mary, Sorry. Christine, Chriselle, and Heather with Maya and... Oh my God, who's the other one who I love? She, it's like her name's almost normal, but then there's a Z in it. The not girl her. who comes in later, right? Who it's is longtime friends with Mary? Yeah, it's Marissa. She's cool. I like her a lot. She's actually the realest one. She's so real that it almost breaks from the rhythm of the show because everyone is like trying everyone's to a little bit way. putting it on for the cameras and then she's just like wait what and just so real i love them i love all of them but no you're right because romaine truly is unhinged and then davina is like so wrong that she's right <laughs> yeah um, he's like disproportionately angry at davina it's so good when he is in his swimsuit in the pool party and goes off on everyone how Davina's not invited to the wedding. I have never been turned on more in my entire life. I was like, yes, get mad in the pool, bitch. Like, so hot. I love him. He's also like four years old. It makes no sense. I don't know how that all happened. But back to Jason or the other one. What's the other one's name? We're just reviewing Selling Sunset at this point. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know who the other one is. I don't know who either of them are. I know that they're like the reason the show exists, but I literally am like, can they not be on? Can they not be on the show? There's one distinct difference, though, between the twins. I've made this observation. I'm curious if you agree with me. One has an okay sense of humor. The other has no sense of humor at all. Yeah. 
Well, but see, the thing is, is like, I can't agree with that because once again, I don't know the difference. So for me, I'm like, oh, maybe he won. He was just funny in this scene and then was not funny in the other scene. But if you track it, it's only one that's ever being not even funny, but appreciative of sarcasm. And like kind of in on the joke a little bit. Exactly. And the other guy cannot stand anything that's, in his view, inaccurate. So one of my favorite examples, paraphrasing here, they throw that dinner party at their house and someone goes, oh, you guys did a great job like cooking up all this dinner. They're joking because they don't cook, right? And everyone knows that the twins don't cook. And then Jason or the other one, I I just can't remember. I don't know his name and I don't care to find out. Funny twin laughs and does something with the bit. Unfunny twin goes, uh, no, we catered this entire meal. What are you talking about? You know we don't cook. Oh, for the love of Christ. That is every interaction with the twins. One yeah. is in on the joke a little bit, like you said. Can go with the bit. Not well, but, you know, decently funny. Yeah. Has a sense of humor, rather. Yeah. The other one, none. That's how I could tell the difference between the two. I just need to know, and I know we'll find out, but I need to know what is going on in Chriselle's mind where she is attracted to that. And it's not even like they're ugly. I'm just like, it's so strange. Like, I don't know. Their entire presence is strange on the show to me. I'm not a fan of them as television characters. I'd almost rather them be like a little bit more like behind the scenes but they're just too involved. It's like they're having them over. They're in the office. Like, it's so strange. I don't know. I can't wait. And also, they've been teasing the new season for literal months, like when it's coming out. You know Netflix. They love the surprise drops. So it will come out soon, I think. It freaking better. I feel like, yeah, they like posted this on Instagram. So like the picture on Instagram was them like on a boat. And it was like the whole cast kind of. And then, like, the last, it was, like, a scrolly, a scrolly, you know, right. on Instagram where there's multiple. And I feel like in the middle of it was, like, just a picture of Chriselle and Jason, like, hugging half naked on a boat. And obviously, I screamed of disgust. But um, I don't know. I can't wait. This is our... <laughs> This is our endorsement of Selling Sunset. And if you are a reality television tele, television fan, I've had half a white claw, um, and you have not watched the show, then you need to get it together. It's so amazing. Oh, it has to be in your rotation if you're a fan, a connoisseur of reality TV. It has to be. Oh, it's one I of the mean, best. I might rewatch, honestly, to get ready for the next season. It's actually one of those shows that during the pandemic, I've just had in the background as I worked from home. Oh, see, I'm not a background watcher. I am like full, like phone is off. Like I am watching this show. I'm dissecting every movement that they make. Like I'm fully addicted. I love, I love selling sunset. It's so oh, good. Oh God, I can't wait. Well, you know I, what I can't wait I for. Them, right? but let's see what, let's see what else we have to cover. <laughs> we have a new segment. So cue up the new segment alert music. Oh, God. What is the new segment alert music? It's usually something you do. It's a new segment alert. Thank you, Rye. Thank you. That was live. And if you don't believe me, then watch us on YouTube. This new segment. This new segment, Rye. It's been on my mind for a while. 
because I know I'm going to have fun with it. And I know you're going to have fun with it because it centers the person that you care about most. And it's not Miley Cyrus. Who else could it be? You, Rye. It's all about you. Oh my God. Finally, this podcast is about me. <laughs> New segment alert. Rise rapid reactions. I have had this cooked up forever because I love your rapid reactions. Thank you. And there's always one or two miscellaneous stories that we can't talk about in depth. Like our selling set sunset segment a minute, minute ago where we went deep on Romaine and Davina's rivalry. One of my but favorite rivalries on television of all time. It's a Mount Rushmore rivalry. But you have these miscellaneous stories where a rapid reaction could be fun. We just never have a lot of them. I was doing the research for today's podcast, and I found like 10 of them. Obviously, I didn't put them all down. Okay. That would be too much. But I put like six down. All yeah. right. So how does it work? You tell me like a sentence. I'm finding out of the, about this live as we go, as I do with pretty much everything we do, I'd never know what our segment's going to be. I never know what the stories are. So I kind of just find out live, but I was not expecting a whole segment about me. It's, I'm happy it's just about you. Is. Your reaction is just going to be about how you feel about the story. Okay. Okay. So you tell me like, um, what, like a sentence or two about the story. And then I just tell you how I feel about it. How about this? I'm just going to give you a headline. Okay. You react. Then I'll go a little deeper in on the story. I may give my not-so-rapid reaction. Okay. And then we move on. But this is supposed to be rapid. Okay. I ten words or less. Ten words or less. No, not ten words or less. But rapid reaction. Instant Don't reaction. Don't count. Okay? Don't make me count my words, bitch. <laughs> this has famously been a math podcast in the past. <laughs> Okay, I'm so excited for this. And scared. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Story number one. Kanye West reportedly... (laughs) 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 To be fair, I did say rapid, and I did say 10 words or less, so... Yeah, move on. No, I'm kidding. Okay, what is it? I already hate it, but what is it? (laughs) Kanye West reportedly files paperwork to change his name to Yay. (laughs) Um, I'm assuming you mean ye, like Y-E, Y-E. Y-E. Is it pronounced ye? I'm pretty sure it's ye. I don't I guess know. it's Yeezy, right? I've always said it in my head. <laughs> Yay. We're... Hi, I'm Con. I guess Kanye, but no, I feel like he goes by Ye, right? How do I know this? <laughs> I, I always said yay in my head because Kanye, but now that you say it, I always Yeezy. think of it. I always think of it as ye. Um, <laughs> no, I think you're right. But... And as someone who has a personal vengeance against this man, and also who has been personally attacked multiple times live in concert by this man, um, I <laughs> am going to say, first off, waste of paper. Second off, waste of resources in our legal system that could be used for things much more important than this. And third off, He's canceled, and he's disgusting and trash, and no. He's in your city. I know. He's like, 
It's a whole thing. I think he's performing here tomorrow or some shit. And I cannot Thursday. wait to see who's going to the fucking Kanye West concert, bitch. Good he's luck performing. having... Have fun at the worst fucking performance you'll probably ever fucking go to. Because God knows I've seen him live three times and you can listen to old podcasts describing how awful they were. I hate him. Because he wasted my time and money more so than anything else. Absolutely. I have two reactions, though. One... I love a good one name name, a la McLovin. I was going to go with like Rihanna or Beyonce, but sure, McLovin also as well. But that's not their legal name. McLovin's legal name was McLovin. It's a fictional character, but okay, yeah. So go for it. I'm there. I like it. He is actually changing his name from Kanye Omari West to Yay, Ye, whatever. Fine, do it. Second reaction is this will not be his last name change. I could see that. Because if you if you remember, Rai, we covered this two years ago. Kanye said he was going to change his name to Christian Genius Billionaire Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still think that's coming. But yay, ye, whatever is coming first. I think I he's going it. to have like five legal names. By the before he's done. I don't support this in any way, shape, or form. The only celebrity name change I supported was um when Miley legally changed her name to Miley instead of <laughs> Destiny Hope Cyrus. <laughs> is that true? I did not know that fact. Yes, her name is Destiny Hope Cyrus. Or yeah, I'm pretty sure Destiny Hope Cyrus. But then her nickname was Smiler growing up because she was always smiling. And then they were like, Miley. Like, Smiley Miley. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes, I'm sure I've it. come across that tr- piece of trivia, but I, it didn't stick with me. Thank you for revealing that. That's a fun little tidbit. Yeah, and this is my paperwork to make us talk about Kanye West less and Miley Cyrus more because you don't know about Miley's history and that is offensive to me. And we both know too much about Kanye West than should be legally like acceptable. Maybe you have to do a history episode on Miley soon so I could learn a little bit more about Miley's history. Bitch, you know what's on my list. <laughs> I know, I know, absolutely. I don't touch any Miley Cyrus story because I want you to tell the story. Yeah, there's like two celebrities I have legal hold over, and one of whom is Miley. The other one, not sure, but I'm sure there is one. <laughs> but Miley, we've actually like had a contractual agreement. Yeah, and we've talked about written her out. Plenty. We've talked about her plenty. We have, we have. Second story, right? Rapid reaction. Iggy Azalea denies dating Tristan Thompson. "Quote: I do not know that person." End quote. <laughs> bitch same okay i still don't know who this man is he comes up on our on my podcast way too often his name is in my ears almost weekly when we record are you keepy kiki palmering this you do not know who this man I'm is sorry to this man i'm not even sorry to this man i do not know this man <laughs> like i literally have no idea what he looks like i know he's like fucking chloe or something um <laughs> I can't be bothered. And you know it's bad if Iggy Azalea says she doesn't know who you are. Like, it's like, my my rapid reaction was almost who to Iggy Azalea. But yet here I am being like, you know what, bitch? You're right. I don't know who he is. Here is the full story. A vlogger named Tasha K. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. 
No idea. Okay, some vlogger named Tasha K spread the rumor that Iggy Azalea and Tristan Thompson were dating. So Iggy Azalea went on Twitter on Sunday, August 22nd and said, quote, very weird fake news making the rounds about me dating a man. I've literally never met a day in my life. Like, y'all are really that bored. Shit is very, very weird behavior. And then she quote tweeted a reply to that tweet and said, literally have never even been in the same building as that man. I do not know that person. And then she sent out one more tweet saying, quote, making up baseless lies about people for fun is lame because I'm a real person with my own private life that gets disrupted by bullshit. So I'm actually annoyed. End quote. It's very, very weird to throw Tristan Thompson in a rumor with Iggy Azalea, but I feel like the vlogger was going for her past basketball connection. You probably don't know this, Ryan, knowing you, but she once dated a Laker player, Nick Young. This was a whole drama because he got caught on Snapchat admitting to cheating on her. That could be a Holly Shook one day, actually. I'll let you take that one. I'll let you take the reins. I get the sports. You get the Miley. Mm -hmm. Please, please leave the Miley to me. But anyway, that's the only connection I could see. So I think that's what Tasha K was going for. Um, But I don't see how this could be true in any way. It's so obviously out there um, and bullshit. Um, But that was page six headline. I will just give um, props to Tasha K for creating a rumor that got spread around enough that the actual person it was about had to respond to that. That's good blogging, bitch. Good for you. And even better vlogging. That's, yes. And whatever she's doing, she's doing it right. She's doing it well. Next story. This, you're going to love, right? I know you love these kind of stories. Mm. Are you ready? No. <laughs> Kylie Jenner is pregnant, expecting baby number two with Travis Scott. Rye, you famously love the Kardashian Jenners. What's your reaction? I'm like, I almost want to hire a lawyer to send a legal contract to you, our men. That will legally obligate you to, like, at least give me one episode where I don't have to talk about this person. Like, well, highly, so, we don't talk about every episode. I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to talk about these people. I do not care about these people. I don't know anything about these people. <laughs> I did try her tequila. It was fine. <laughs> It's hashtag gentrification to keep up. <laughs> My friend bought it for like a fun thing for us to try. And I never say no to tequila. Point no, being, no. I hate her kid's name. I hate all of their children's names. I am not saying I don't like their children because I do not have an opinion on small children. I have an opinion on grown adults. But I'm sick of it. I don't need them to have more kids. How many kids do they all have? I have news for you, Rai. On a recent Instagram live appearance. Jesus Christ. 
I was going to bring this up regardless, but you gave me the perfect segue. And the reason why I was going to bring it up regardless is because I wanted to make sure you knew, Rye, these stories aren't going away anytime soon because Kylie said, quote, I want seven kids, end quote. So, Rye, they're not just not going to have any more kids or going to have a few more kids, contrary to you wanting them to not have any more kids. They're going to have many, many more kids. It's not just one or two coming down. You want none. You're getting seven. I'm not getting shit, bitch. (laughs) And here's the thing. Selfish, first off, of her to have seven children. There's no need to have seven children. Ever. I am one of five kids. Arguably too many. Okay? I love my siblings, love my parents, too many of us. There was no need to have five children in my family. We are all disasters and all messes, and there was no need to have these genetics passed on five different times. To have two more? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And in the Jenner family, I just can't. I can't. There's too many of this fucking family already. And secondly, like, they all have four... 15,000 kids. Like, Kylie, are we talking about Kylie or Kendall? We're talking about Kylie? Kylie, yeah. Kylie. Kendall is the one without any kids. She is and the one. Bless that fucking bitch. <laughs> I think it's her tequila. I think it's Kendall's tequila. Is that? Shout out to Kendall. I don't know. I remember some headline about some Jenner. 818 tequila. tequila. And here's the thing right. Kendall, I will, here, I'm, I'm going back on my stance. As long as Kendall does not have children, I will speak on her on this podcast. If there is a story about her that does not involve her having children, I will speak on her with good regards. There was some story about Kendall on a yacht with her boyfriend, who is also an NBA superstar, Devin Booker. That's fine. As long as they're not having children and naming it, some like opening the dictionary and pointing to a word and saying, that's the name of my child. Then I can handle. I'm not saying they don't deserve love and families. I'm just saying, choose one love and choose one fucking family. Like we don't need 17 fucking. The family tree of this goddamn Kardashian Jenner shit is just too complicated. We don't have enough space on the whiteboard to do all the branches. It's just too much. And And honestly, with how shameless they can be, I'm not, like, I'm kind of surprised that one of them didn't have a kid to time up with the release of 818 and then named that baby 818 as a part of a promotional strategy. See, I'm not putting it past them at this point. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm actually kind of surprised that they did not do that. Well, sales go down on 818... The new child will get the fucking sales up again, bitch. They'll plan like a, a re-release and it'll, it'll be called like 818 Deluxe or something. And that will be the name of the child as well. The thing that most frightens me and just really like sends r- burning rage through my body is that eventually these children will also be grown. And will have 20,000 children of their own. So just think about this tree, Rye. But before they have 20,000 children, they're also going to be just based on their upbringing, rich and famous, and 
we're going to have to deal with also having to know everything about their lives. I can't. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> we will retire by then. When the first Kardashian-Jenner becomes a teenager, we are retiring. I'll quit, uh, bitch. I won't even retire. I'll quit. Also, I fully blame this podcast. Without you, I would not know any of this shit. Like, it is truly a bane of my existence that I do this. Because I don't, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't know nothing about these people without this. And for that, I am truly beating myself up for starting this three years ago. My intention was not to learn about the Kardashian-Jenner family while doing this podcast. And unfortunately, it was you were I was like, doing. I want to, I want to be involved in a celebrity scandal podcast and not talk about the Kardashian Jenners. Good luck. There's Good plenty of celebrities. Luck. There's plenty of celebrities. But unfortunately, and speaking of plenty of celebrities, Rye. Oh God. This next celebrity. Are you ready to react? Sure. His name is Brody Jenner. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, but I like him. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, good. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your reaction to the story. Brody Jenner attacked at oh. Vegas Club during a 38th birthday celebration. That's Do you need not, deets? That's not nice. My sisters met him last week. <laughs> oh shit. So <laughs> last week was actually when he got attacked. Oh my god, well, no, they were in Nashville. Well, they live in Nashville. So he was in Nashville, and they sent us a picture in our family group chat saying, just met Brody Jenner. Oh, wow. So I guess yeah. he flew from Nashville to Vegas to get attacked. But get attacked. it's a happy ending. He was in the VIP section, of course, celebrating his birthday at the Omnia nightclub. You're familiar? I've been there. He's in the VIP section, partying it up. Suddenly, he gets rushed by some dude. And the dude puts him in a headlock. Damn. But then suddenly, Brody's friends and some security get the guy off of him. So Brody gets out of the headlock. And then Brody starts to, quote, unquote, get a good foot stomp in. That's literally what it says. A good foot stomp. And there's no details after that, except that nobody was arrested for the incident. And quote, Brody Jenner resumed his partying, end quote, which is my favorite part of the story. He gets headlocked. There's this whole commotion. He curb stomps some bitch. (laughs) He gets a good foot stomp in on a guy. And he resumes his partying. It's his birthday. So it seems like he had a good time. He had a story. He has a story to tell for the rest of his life. And there are the deets. What is your reaction? Because I agree. That's a tough headline to have a rapid react reaction to. Other than to say like, oh, that's terrible. Uh, So now that you've heard the whole story, what do you think? Um, Good for him. And... You, I, if I were to be attacked randomly, but like not really get hurt, I would absolutely keep partying. Like you are not, it's not, I mean, he's rich, but it's not cheap to have a fucking table at a Vegas nightclub. So I'd be like, I'm good. Like, let's keep going. Um, You're not going to bed. In fact, the adrenaline from curb stomping the guy probably put him into high gear like at that point he probably like stepped away and said get another bottle bitch like let's keep it up and i'm all for it also brody jenner is hot so the idea of him fighting someone 
is good to me and I'm happy about that. I will be sharing this news with my sisters and see if they have any um, personal outlook on it, considering they are close friends of him who met him once at a music festival in Nashville last week. They probably already know, right? They're good friends with him. He texted them. <laughs> he, he was the, she, they were the first text. Yeah. Wish you guys were here to protect me. <laughs> <laughs> I think your, your sisters could have taken him out. Probably. <laughs> this next story, right? I think it hits close to home. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift makes TikTok debut. Mm-hmm. I know you love your TikTok, right? You're, you're getting some competition. Rapid reaction. Give it to me. Fresh reaction. She did come up on my For You page, which is the homepage of TikTok for those of you who have stability in your life and don't have the TikTok <laughs> app. Um, Hashtag FYP. <laughs> If you have not downloaded it yet, do not. It will ruin your life. Um, she did come up on my For You page, and I was like, why the heck is Taylor Swift coming up on my For You page? And I didn't watch the whole video. You know, I was just like, I don't know what's going on. Um, but good for her, I guess. I don't know. I'm, I have a tumultuous relationship with Taylor Swift, and... <laughs> You've had your ups and downs. I've had my ups and downs with her. I used to stand. I used to love. And then I was like, yeah, she's fine. And now I'm just like, I appreciate her for who she is. I'm not going to stand here and be obsessed with her anymore. Um, I famously could not get into her last two albums. But good for her. I'm all for her whole re-releasing her albums thing, sticking it to the man. I'm all for that. I think it's awesome. Am I going to listen to her re-released albums? No. But cool that she's on TikTok now. Good for her. She probably got fucking hundreds of millions of views on her one TikTok. Her bio is, quote, this is pretty much just a cat account, end quote. And yes, she does already have millions of views and millions of followers. So It's also like, girl, like, leave the whole cat thing behind. Like, that was when you were, like, the quirky weird girl who just happened to be famous. It's like, we know that you are, like, an international powerhouse, like... We don't need you to pretend like you're like this weird little girl who sits at home with your cats. Like we know you have a documentary about yourself. Like we know that that's not you. But you know what? I'm still all for it. I'm not talking shit. <laughs> that's a good bio. International powerhouse. She is. I'm like, just own it. Stop acting like you're the girl next door. Is my whole problem. Trademark. At right. least in at least in her outward persona, like. In her music, I appreciate that she can still tap into her, like, everyday girl emotions. But I'm like, like, you don't have to be, like, on the talk show being like, me. It's like, yeah, it's you, bitch. Like, you're, like, one of the most famous people in the world. Like, just own it. I think at this point she has been one of the most famous people in the world longer in her life than she wasn't. Correct. Absolutely correct. Which is a wasn't she like fourteen or something when she became one of the most famous? Yeah, she was probably fourteen, fifteen, like early teen, and very quickly and a, a huge pop star. So yeah, that's a weird statistic, and that's a really right? interesting way to put it. Yeah, she has spent more of her conscious life being insanely fa- famous uh, than not, because she's what in her mid to late twenties at this point. I think she's like 30 something. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly yeah. don't know. I forgot. <laughs> I think I knew sure. it at one point, but I forgot. I'm pretty sure she's like a handful of years older than you and I. Right. I'm right, just right. thinking like if I wanted to be famous for more 
years that I'm not, I would have to become famous now. And then that statistic would hit around the age of 60. (laughs) Yeah. So fuck my life. She's 30 and it already applies. Good for her. She's a okay. queen. I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Best story for last, Rai. I can't wait to get your rapid reaction here. Okay. Are you ready? No. I hope you haven't seen this yet. I have. Tony Hawk fans can now buy skateboards filled with his blood. What? <laughs> <laughs> anymore that's honestly the perfect rapid reaction because that was mine i don't know like what i don't want to hear the deets not really (laughs) but is it for like charity or yes yes it is great instincts excellent instincts. i hope this is for a good cause and not just some weird narcissistic thing Tony Hawk doesn't seem to be that kind of guy. But yes, it is for charity. I would be concerned if he was just like, yeah, I'm going to put my blood in shit. Mm. He is selling 100 skateboards for $500 a piece. You have to see this article because the article has a header image of someone drawing his blood. I hate that. (laughs) Anyway. He's collaborating with a canned water company called Liquid Death. Okay, yes. Do you know this water company? I know this water company because they were the um, sponsored water at Lollapalooza, which is the music festival that takes place in Chicago like a few weeks ago. And so everyone I saw was posting on their Instagram story with Liquid Death. And I was like, what is this thing? I thought it was like a new beer and then I like Googled it and it's a water and I saw it everywhere at Lollapalooza, like in Instagram posts and like online and shit. And I was like, that is genius marketing. If you want to have like a big arrival on the scene, like be the sponsored water at a music festival because at music festivals, there's always only one type of water bottle you can buy. And cool. I like that. And their branding is really cool. And their can is really cool. And it was probably $12 per water. (laughs) (laughs) So they made a lot of money and they were able to market their product to tens of thousands of people. I didn't know the Lollapalooza thing, but that combined with this story makes me think whoever is doing their marketing is doing a great job. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A seriously great job um, because this was a big story today. And apparently the way they did it is that they got Tony Hawk's blood and then his blood is imbued. This is how the article puts it imbued within the paintwork and artistry of the skateboards. And the skateboards are of course, one of a kind. They have right. Tony Hawk's blood. Um, right. Only 100 will be made and a portion of the profits. So not all of the profits, but a portion of the profits will be going to the skate park, skate park project, as well as five years. Um, apparently, um, Skate Park Project is uh, a, a nonprofit organization that builds skate parks in low-income communities. And then the other is awesome. an environmental 
nonprofit um, that tries to alleviate plastic pollution. So it is for charity. It's a headline maker. Um, totally weird and bizarre. Um, but someone is really creative over there at Liquid Death. I think that's super cool. And we're uh, promoting them. Look at that. Free promotion. This has actually been an ad. <laughs> Hashtag um, ad for Liquid Death. <laughs> no, I think that's actually really cool. I thought that whoever, I mean, I know the story isn't about the water, but whoever is doing the branding and marketing for Liquid Death, good on you, bitch. And Tony Hawk. I mean, Tony Hawk has just lasted our lifetimes just as the good guy. He doesn't really have anything bad against him. And so I'm all, I'm happy to hear that he's continuing to do good things, even if it's a little weird. Do we need your blood on a skateboard? Probably not. But people who like skateboarding might be like, this is sick as fuck. Like if Miley Cyrus was like, I'm going to put my blood on a bong. I'd be like, I guess I'm smoking weed again, bitch. <laughs> it, it really doesn't get more intimate than that. Than yeah. having something of another person that contains their blood. It, it's sort of like the Angelina Jolie, Billy Bob thing of having the vials of blood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but definitely mm-hmm. less creepy, I would say. Yeah, less weird and creepy, but similar like sentiment, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the intimacy aspect. And the... Definitely the unique, unique and ingenious aspect, I would say. It's totally out there. Um, right, that's it. Thank you for your rapid reactions. We did it all. I'm exhausted from reacting so rapidly. That's what happens uh, usually. I mean, it's basically like uh, a soul cycle workout. You know, you're going fast, you're moving quick. You got your mind going, you got your body moving. Um, less of the body moving. But yeah, I was like, I've been mind. sitting in the same fucking seat for an hour. So no, my body has not been moving, but my mind also not moving very fast. I'm a very slow thinker, cannot get my thoughts together that quickly. But you know what? I did my best. It is like midnight and you've had a white claw and I've had a glass of wine. So and I had a traumatic storm experience earlier. But you know, what? I had some great Greek food, so I can't be mad. Um well, this was fun. I our, our first video recorded um, podcast. Will it ever see the light of day online? Who's to know? But we appreciate all of you guys listening. If you don't want to watch our video but still want to know what we're up to, you can follow us at Holly Shook Pod on Instagram. It's Holly Shook Pod, right? You got it, right? Yes. Be confident. Just own it. Even if it was wrong, who cares, right? Yeah, no, who cares? Just type in the wrong thing and follow someone else. Um, And yeah, like and subscribe and tell us how you liked this new segment. And if you watch us um, on YouTube, let us know if we're hot or not. And if you ever want to see our faces again or not. And do not comment on how boring my wall is because... I will do, you will force me to do an apartment tour while I will show you how the rest of my apartment is sickening. Right. I think you would be more upset if someone commented on your walls than if they commented on your looks and your outfit. Oh, absolutely. And don't even like I, people have told me how annoying my voice is, how uninteresting and unfunny I am. Doesn't bother me. But if you tell me that my walls are bland, I will immediately move out. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to do that right now, so please just leave it alone. 
you could use one less stress in your life. People, be nice to Rai about his walls. Do not Just- DM him and say really mean things about his really, really bland walls. Don't do that. Any other thing you want to be mean about, I'm fine with. Just don't touch the walls, please. <laughs> until next time. Um, until the next scandal, really. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you then. Bye.